a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now on the line from uh, beautiful Gisborne, I'm joined by Paul Bosada. Uh, morena to you, Paul. Morena. How are, How are you we? Doing? Not too bad, yourself? <laughs> yeah, really good, really good. Very good, very good. Um, so from Indie Rock to Flamenco, from uh, Kuwait to Auckland to Seville, um, <laughs> you've taken some pretty interesting paths there, Paul. Yeah, well, it's life. I guess um, when you're curious, you always want to explore new things. Yeah, yeah. And, um, okay, so how did you explore um, Flamenco? How did you find that? And um, what is it about it that bit you? Well, um, I was, you know, I, I played music in my, my home from a really young age, and all my brothers and sisters play um, instruments. My cousin was a classical concert guitarist um, and really excellent guitarist. And I, I guess there came a point where I was playing indie rock and I was feeling like um, I really wanted to travel. You know, when you grow up on this beautiful island, um, uh, there's a curiosity, curiosity that we all feel, I think, to want to explore new things. Uh, and I left, I just went my, back to my Lebanese roots because my family are originally Lebanese. Mm-hmm. I went back to, to Beirut and I ended up working in this theatre uh, playing with musicians from all over the world. It was, a, it was a funny sort of cabaret-type performance where there was a Romanian guitarist, a Cuban pianist, um, Palestinian um, Arabic um, musicians, and this one gypsy guitarist who played flamenco. And yeah, we, we'd do a, a couple of songs, you know, to this huge big theater that was always full in Beirut. And the rest of the time we were really bored, and backstage I, I just got to listen to this guy play and sing flamenco, and I was just blown away it was just so powerful I mean the guitar is, I just thought well, you can't do anything more with a guitar but the song sounded so Arabic and yet uh, or, um, European at the same time and I kind of related to that because you know I share two cultures in, in my own life and I just, I just had to get to the bottom of it so I, I left this fantastic job in the theatre and I, I went to Spain in all the ignorance and bought a guitar and a book and took my first lesson and, and I didn't really plan on becoming a flamenco guitarist I just wanted to to learn a little bit and um, I guess it was just so beautiful that I just I, I, could, I didn't want to fuse it with something else I just wanted to master it or yeah. at least try mm-hmm. you know so um, that's how it and I've been seeing and reading a lot about people uh, surprised that you're a Kiwi um, is yeah. flamenco like is it really that um, so so centered in Spain um, that it's surprising that someone from the antipodes of Spain, you know, as far away as yeah. you can get from Spain uh, on, on Earth, um, can be successful, um, can can become so good at it? Well, it, it's always been surprising to people from Spain that someone from New Zealand would come and play. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, flamenco is a culture. For them, it's what they do every day um, when they're with their friends. And, well, at least the people who like flamenco, not everybody likes flamenco in Spain, but the people who like flamenco when they get together with their buddies and they could be young people, old people, or sit around the table having a glass of wine and they pick up a guitar and start to sing and start to play. And if you play with, with art and with style, that gives you social status and it's, it's really interesting. So when some guy comes along and says, hey, this culture is interesting, I want to try and understand how to play not only the instrument, but understand songs, understand the structures, understand the way of living this music, then, yeah, sure, that creates a lot of intrigue from people. Sometimes positive and sometimes negative, but I, I guess you just stick to the positive, because otherwise you wouldn't do anything, really. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You mentioned style there and, and a bit of flair and stuff like that. So is it more than just about how you're play, you know, you know, just, just playing the song? Is it, is, is it everything? Is, is it the body? 
um, you know, uh, just just everything about how, what you put into it, is it not just what's actually coming out of the guitar itself? Well, I think I think it all comes down to personality, playing your instrument or singing. I mean, ultimately, it's what comes out of the guitar that matters. It doesn't matter if you're in flamenco, at least it doesn't matter if you're good looking or not. It, there's no sort of, you know, in fact, sometimes it works in your face, um, works against you. But what's really important is having personality playing, understanding, and the personality has to fit within the code of what is that music, you know. Um, I mean, it's, it's really similar blues. It's a folk music. It came from the people from the ground and these people working really hard and, and then, you know, in the evening getting together to make music. Um, so, yeah, you've got to play with personality. That's fundamental. And and But before you can do that, you need to understand the rules of the game. And, and that takes a long time and a lot of study, a lot of practice and a lot of mistakes. And You know, it's it's been a real interesting journey. And, and, and to be honest, when I started, I didn't know if it was even possible to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never would have imagined that I'd be touring uh, some of the groups back home and in the States and in Mexico. So, you know, I, I'm really stoked with how it worked out. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, what is so different um, with uh, flamenco compared to, to other styles, compared to classical or, or any other kind of finger-picking style, I guess? I think um, I think compass, uh, rhythm, sonikete, it's our language, it's our rhythmical language. When when you make a rhythmical phrase, it says something. Mm-hmm. And and the way to use rhythm in flamenco is so important. Like I could, I can just with a few, a few notes, rhythmical notes, I can tell everybody in the group where I am in the compass over a twelve-beat structure, just with two or three notes, and and that is the key. That is the key. That's so hard to understand, and it seems magical when we start off, uh, one of the pieces that we're going to play. Sometimes I might just do a couple of rascalos on the guitar just to let everyone know that the compass that I'm going to play. Then I start to play. Yeah. And we all come in together, and then we go, what happened? <laughs> How did you know that was going to happen? And, you know, that is the language that makes the flaming, uh, that flamenco music. And it's not just the guitar, is it? I mean, dance is a really important part of the, the culture of it as well, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, that is a real interesting point, because it, flamenco combines um, not just music, but dance and movement. And the dancer is making music, actually, at the same time with a foot, Footwork, similar in a way to a tap dancer, but she uses her whole body, her um, hand clapping, she might slap parts of her body. And then there's movement that happens with maybe some of the dress, uh, maybe a mandon. Um, so all of those things, the movement um, becomes really important. And, and one of the important things for me to accompany a dancer is knowing how, and I, this is all happening very improvised when she's dancing, in the compass, you might you know bring a hand out or, or wave a bit of the dress around, and I've got to try and capture that on the guitar and that is that happens really fast so you you're, when you see us playing on stage we're all connected the whole time at least trying to be and, and trying to create meaning out of whatever movement she is doing mm-hmm. and so you, you um, who, who's coming with you because of course it's not going to be just you on, it's not just you on this tour and it's not going to be just well, you no exactly people. so uh, the dancer is Triana myself she's like the fourth generation dancer in her family um, incredible dancer won a lot of awards in, in Madrid and working all the top tablaos and flamenco clubs. I mean, if you were to go and go and see her play in in Madrid, it's an expensive ticket to go see to see her. And, and she's fantastic. She's just it's a real honour. I mean, I met her touring in Mexico uh, last year, and I was just blown away. So I really wanted her to come to New Zealand. Uh, the flamenco singer is Tyson Anders. She's a really old friend of mine. I used to go and see her actually play in flamenco clubs when I first arrived in Spain. And now to be able to work with her um, is is an honour. 
in Lito Manes is the percussionist and he plays uh, cajon, udo, um, pandero, which is really interesting. And the sounds that he gets out of that instrument, uh, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's like he's sitting on stage with, with two or three little boxes and he just creates uh, thousands of different sounds. Mm-hmm. He's a really talented guy. Wow, it's amazing. So, I mean, you, you've, you've brought a really strong ensemble um, crew with you. Um, yeah. So, really, this this is the kind of thing that, you know, we, we don't really get in in uh, Aotearoa, let alone here in Otipoti, Dunedin. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I think this is a real once-in-a-long-time opportunity for people to see and experience uh, this music and this dance. And um, we're just trying to do it at the highest level possible. Um, I just really think that this art form is, you know, it's a difficult art form and often it's quite abused. People might just say, oh, I'm playing flamenco, I'm playing flamenco. But the people that were coming um, with me on this tour are really world class and I'm really, really proud to be on stage with them. That's amazing, that's amazing. And uh, the whole thing's amazing. It's almost serendipitous, really. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you just ended up working in that place in Beirut. Um, you know, you, you went home, I guess, to, to see part of your culture and where you're from. Um, and, and and look, you know, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, like it was just really, I really went for six months, you know, yeah. the first time. And uh, uh, after I'd been there for six months, you know, I went to a conservatory, really flash place with lots of, you know, nice nice studios to practice your guitar in. And I realized that, that flamenco wasn't in that place. I left and I went to, to the dance schools, hang out with the gypsies on the street, ended up making friends. And those friends were learning flamenco just like, I was. Yeah. Spanish people wanting to learn to play flamenco, and we used to hang out, and we all learned together. And some of those people are now really famous, you know, they're like touring with Rosalia. Rosalia, I met her, and she was just starting. These people are now really famous and winning Grammys. You know? That's I amazing. I mean, you just go to a place, and 12 years goes by, and, and eventually you get it, you know. It, it wasn't easy, but um, yeah. amazing things had happened. Oh, well done, Paul. It's, a, it's an incredible story. Um, and, and thank you for taking the time to speak to us this morning. Um, February the 8th at Hanover Hall in Dunedin is uh, when the show's on. And uh, where can we find tickets for that on your website? Uh, you can find them through Event Finder. Yeah. Yeah. Event Finder, Flamenco and Dunedin, I think, will come up. Um, you'll be able to find us there. We're, we're looking forward to getting down to Dunedin. It's the first time for me to, to play down there. And oh, wow. we've brought this production to Auckland and Wellington lots of times. and and I really felt like I wanted to be in the South Island. I wanted you guys to see this music and see this dance. And so we, we took a risk and said, let's go down there and try and see if people will come. Fantastic. And um, no doubt they will. All right, you choose a song and you pronounce it as well uh, from <laughs> your latest record. I, I I can't speak Spanish. I'm not going to do a tip. Vale, vale. Okay. Well, maybe you can play La Niña del Valero. Number one. Yep, track track one. All right. Track one, go on. Fantastic. Well, once again, Paul, thank you so much. The show is on the 8th of February. Tickets for eventfinder.co.nz. Paul Bosada, once again, thank you. And you have yourself a wonderful day. I hope you catch some nice waves, get some nice lines, and we'll see you in Otapoti soon. Great, thank you. Gracias. Yeah, cheers. All right, that was Paul Bosada playing in Otipoti on the 8th at Hanover Hall. Tickets from eventfinder.co.nz. Here is uh, track number one of his latest uh, record, which you can find on Spotify. You're on the one, 91FM.
That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.